Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Birdcage. I watched the second half of The Birdcage. And this is The the Other other half. Half. Boy, am I happy to not be watching a movie where a guy dresses up like a woman. I know, right? Let's talk about The Birdcage. (laughs) I knew that was gonna... I was thinking about that while I was watching this. I'm like, all right, here we go again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's a completely different context. Yeah, well, it's it's different quality as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, okay. I thought that was gonna go somewhere else. Like, honestly, as bad as this movie might have been for you there's no way it's nearly as bad as any of the media movies that we've seen oh it doesn't yeah i'm so excited to never speak again about media movies even though everyone just sends in requests to watch more media movies. i feel bad i feel bad because we record the episodes in advance we got recommendations and we're like sorry we don't want to watch anymore <laughs> sorry please God, we might no. we might but i don't think so but that's that's neither here nor there we're watching we're talking about the Birdcage. Yes. Which is a movie that a lot of people have told me to watch and I never have gotten around to Same it. Same here. And I'm excited to talk to you about it. 1996, baby. It's weird talking about a movie that doesn't have Tyler Perry in it. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, thought I don't really Tyler know how Perry to get cast. into it. This is a little weird. All right. Yeah. Um, so it's got uh, Robin Williams. Yep. Um, who Nathan is Lane. Nathan Lane. Mm-hmm. It's got Hank Azaria. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then- and only uh, one of those actors is gay. So yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a weird Yeah, weird This thing. movie is interesting. It it's, is. It's a very interesting... I, I, I see it as an interesting sort of social barometer. Of, yeah. That's how I feel about it. Because when was this movie made? Like 96. Movie? 96. Okay. Man, wasn't that long ago. I was five years old when this movie came out. Um, that's 20 years ago at least yeah 20 years ago that's a a long time it is a long time but not it's not a long time in the grand scheme of things no not in the grand you know you've got you've got the fucking uh uh mummies being around at the same time as the the mammoths you know yeah Ooh, 20 years yeah you're right fuck yourself all right i don't know why i'm getting so angry about this i don't know Uh, why you are it's a very specific (laughs) rant you just i know it's like i just hit like somehow Uh, uncovered a nerve i know poked right at it yeah i'm gonna talk about these fucking mummies and mammoths (laughs) I've just been wrestling with this film because I watched it last night, late last night, mm-hmm. and I've just been wrestling with it, like sort of in a in a in a moral way. Yeah, I find it very fascinating because it came out and it was a really important film when it came out. It won all these awards. It won, I think, it was like nominated for like the. It was like there was like an award ceremony for uh, specifically media made uh, featuring like uh, gay characters, and mm-hmm. um, you know this obviously won a lot of awards, but um, it's. It's an interesting film to watch now, yeah. Because I don't. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, Robin Williams' son is a fucking piece of shit, and I hate his guts. I think really? he's the worst character. I hate him so much, and I think it's because of the different time periods. But I feel like the request that he says in this movie is is despicable and awful, and I find it horrific that that's just the premise of this movie is, hey, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane, don't act gay and don't be yourself. You know, uh-huh. and I get that that's the point of the movie, yeah. but it's just amazing. Like, imagine a movie made this like now; it would be like no, and then that'd just be the end of it. Yeah. But because this was '96, like this was an acceptable premise for a film. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I I think it has definitely showed that premise has showed its age. And it's going to be something that was only made back then. You mm-hmm. know, I think at the end of time, maybe you could make something similar now and right. set it back in like the '90s or '80s totally. or something like that. Right. It'd be more um, you know, self-aware. But I also think that the the story is about like two parents who love their kid mm. and then want them to be happy and totally. do whatever they whatever strange weird requests they ask i am curious 
Because, okay, so in my half of the movie, it's very obvious that, what's his name, Val? Val. Robin Val's Williams the son. Is, Val's the son. Uh, supposed to be 20. Not oh, 20. Dude, did you not look even him up? Cl- did you look how old, old they Wasn't are? he like 27 or something crazy? He, okay, so he is 28. Oh, geez. When this movie came out. And no, he's 29. Excuse me. He's okay. 29. So he's almost 30. So he's almost 30. Yeah. And then his fiance, mm-hmm. who's 19 in the movie, is actually 32 years Jesus old. Jesus Christ. Which I'm just like, because I'm looking at her, I'm like, she's, when they said 18, 20, I almost said spit take. <laughs> I was like, no way. Does anyone have, does 18 year olds have lines around their eyes from yeah. squinting so much? Hey, man, the, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, what do you call it? Uh, finals? You know, yeah. they got a lot of stress. They're really tired. What go to college for i can't even remember i just know that they go to college and they met each they other never dude i don't even know how they met i don't know why val's here yeah. i don't know what's going on okay yeah that's right you watch the last half so you gotta yeah so, in on this right. man well that's the thing is i i'm curious because in my half the only like the only family that's being that has pressure put on them to you know fit in is the robin williams and 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 nathan lane i feel that's i feel like that's deeply unfair it's just awful <laughs> That's that's the point of the movie. I Mike. know, but I feel bad. <laughs> of course you feel bad. That's the but point of it. Here's the other thing. Is like it feels like the movie, at least in the first half, is a bit like, you know, oh well, you know, I don't know. Like you, you, Val is like a monster to be asking his parents to be doing this. It's really disgusting that he's like asking for his father to he tells him to like re-renovate like uh, renovate his 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 apartment mm-hmm. he tells him to like lie about who he's attracted to he is he brings his his mom back you know who he hasn't seen in 20 years to like play the part and i'm like God, you're gonna get married to this woman and you're not even mm-hmm. you know you're not even representing your your home life in any sort of meaningful way and the movie goes out of its way uh early on to point out that like val you know they say like i mean out of its way by which I mean the character straight up just say, Val, you know, you're the only one in your fraternity that doesn't come from a broken home. And Val, you've always had like a really level head on your shoulders. But I see Val and I see him as like a insane person who thinks that it's just an okay thing to ask your gay father to not act gay for a while, to not creep out your uh, fiance's uh, family. I agree, but I'm g- going to go back and say like, that it's is the point of the movie. That's the point of it. Time. It is a ridiculous thing. It's a ridiculous premise, but hey, you wouldn't have this movie if you didn't ask for such a ridiculous request. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, you got to kind of, I did have that same thought when I was like, this is like, this is so, this is so much work. Yeah. This is so much work. Yeah. Why are you doing this? I mean, this? yeah. And like gay people weren't allowed to get married back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's the thing is you're working under the pretense of like, yeah. this is 96 America where mm-hmm. like gay people can get married. I mean, think about like when we, the earlier movie, Philadelphia, how mm-hmm. like it was completely played by, uh, I think it was, it was the only one, was it just Tom Hanks who was the gay? It was the only one gay guy in there, right? There was only one gay man in Philadelphia? What are you talking the about? The movie. Wait, what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you What do you mean that Tom Hanks is the only gay character in Philadelphia? I thought he was. Tom Hanks is a boyfriend in Philadelphia, you weirdo. I can't remember. <laughs> I just straight up don't remember. They went to a party full of gay people. I, uh, maybe that was not in my house. I mean, that's why I don't remember. Possible. It's possible. I thought he was just sad and alone the whole time, <laughs> to be honest. one gay man in Philadelphia, and it's Tom Hanks. I thought that was it. And I thought he, that was the premise. he of has AIDS. We don't know how he got it, because he's the only gay man. It's like that, okay, uh, clearly it's like there, that story. Clearly where there like, are other gay men, but as far as his starring role, there was oh, only one gay man. Oh, yeah. Is what I guess I was trying I to get I see what at. you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I also straight up just forgot he had a just boyfriend. Just forgot, yeah. I was like, maybe it was just someone who just left him. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that we're coming from that movie where it's just one straight guy playing a gay man to at right. least there's one gay man that's in here. true so it's like it's little baby steps you know that's true and but i think that's the thing is i see this more as like a like a like a time capsule mm-hmm. like i don't i look at this movie i'm like there's some funny jokes i find the characters very charming i think that robin williams is 
a fucking babe dad. Like he is so like warm and like loving in this movie, mm-hmm. you know, and like so forgiving. Like it's 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 tragic to almost watch him in this film. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. Um, but then I look at that fucking son and on the first half, I don't fucking know this guy even like I watched the first half of this movie. I don't even fucking know this guy. This guy shows up. The movie opens with Robin Williams. Everyone's acting like Robin Williams is cheating on, on Nathan Lane. Uh-huh. And then you see Val show up and the movie's trying to trick you, the audience into going like, Ooh, uh, uh, Robin Williams is having an extramarital affair, even though he's not really married to, to Nathan Lane, but it's actually <laughs> his son. Cause there's a whole part where they like hug each other. And then Robin Williams like pets his head, but then it's revealed later on that they actually uh, father and son kind of weird. It's a little weird. Uh, it's cute. Whatever. There's like, yeah, there's some weird jokes that just don't really like, there's some great moments in this movie that I really mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some things, like you said, in the time capsule, like, yeah, that's great. It, that's capsule. a great example of one. Yeah. There's a question later on where it's like, who's the woman in the relationship? And it's just like, Oh, that's kind of weird, but yeah. All right. And then the other thing I want to bring up too, maybe I don't know if I should bring up later or not. The 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 homos, the the homosexual slur f word is used mm-hmm. in this movie yeah a couple of times and in my half at least every time that word is used it's used by an actor who is straight mm. and I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> Nathan Lane never says the word and huh. the only people that say this word and the thing is it's not like the movie is like making fun of this word it it obviously and ever every time the word is used in the movie it feels like you know powerful and wrong but actors are saying this word that have never been called this and it's like hurt them emotionally you Mike, know you're, what just, I mean? you're just too woke for this dude you're just too I woke know. for this nine movie made in 1996 20 years ago i know dude. i shouldn't be putting 2019 you gotta you gotta take the li- you can't be t- 2019 standards on this i mean i think there's definitely room for this movie to grow but at the time it was like wow there's you're very true you're very true you're there's very there really not many movies like this that portray a you know a two homosexual uh, men just having a relationship that's, that's raised true. the kids successfully and all that stuff. And that's true. He had a level head on the shoulders. Exactly. That's right. That's what we learned. He's the only one not coming from a broken home. Yep. That's kind of weird though because it kind of did when you think about it. Cause it yeah, in a weird way. It's later revealed that yeah, he's the product of like a one night stand between mm-hmm. uh, Robin Williams and what's her name? can't even remember her name. Vicky Catherine. Catherine, sure. Catherine. <laughs> she looks like a Vicky to me, but I don't Jeez. know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I think I wasn't going to say Catherine either. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so right, so that happens. What else happens? I'm gonna go through the opening really quickly because I just want to discuss the film in itself. So we've already discussed the other family too. Barbara is the fiance's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father, who is played by Gene Hackman, is oh. a conservative Republican senator. Yep, whose running mate, uh, like vice president, was caught sleeping with an underage sex worker. Oh, that's a scandal. Okay, because they kept mentioning a scandal. That's what the scandal it is. Okay. It's not that he did anything, but the guy that he was. And it's kind of funny too because like you see the t- the two of them together before the scandal, and they're buddy buddy and really close. And then right after the scandal, Gene Hackman's like, I didn't even know him that well. Yeah, it's like that's what they usually do in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened, and so uh, Barbara. Uh, oh wait, no. Uh, so then there's oh yeah, and Barbara doesn't tell them either about the gay parents thing either she Got doesn't it. say it to gene hackman yeah. or his mom at all uh and so gene hackman's wife suggests that this whole marriage thing could actually make his publicity look good you know like i don't know how 
but I guess that's sort of a thing is like, hey, if hey, you know, I know that your your partner in crime, uh, you know, it literally committed a crime, but hey, your daughter is getting married to this guy. So look how wholesome cool. that is. Like that's so cool. It's I think like, it's other, like having a princess be married, you know, in American other, politics. The other thing too, I think, is like Barbara presents uh Val's parents as being like really uh cultural and stuff. And so I think that's the whole thing is like, look, you're a, a, a Republican conservative senator and your daughter is getting married to this, you know, culturally uh, aware artistic person from Greece. So I think that's sort of the oh. thing that they're trying to pull up. But even then, like, I feel like, but again, this is 96. Back in 96, you know, you could, you know, it was different, you know, po- politically, I think. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, you could, back in the day, you know, you could just say one embarrassing thing as a, as a, as a, as a running candidate and your entire, uh, you know, uh, thing, your entire uh, candidacy would be completely destroyed. But yeah, nowadays, nowadays, no, 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 no nowadays all. you get more votes, more, <laughs> more retweets, you get all that good stuff. Exactly. Uh, what else? Uh, so Val asks Robin to act straight when meeting Barbara's parents. Right. And at first he's really upset about it. But then he has a drink and a smoke, and we see Val's very upset about his dad wanting, not wanting to keep himself in the, act like he's in the closet again. Uh, so then he eventually is like, all right, fine. Uh, and then Val also says to get rid of Nathan Lane, because Nathan Lane is too over the top. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Lane's character is a little annoying in this movie to me. Oh, really? Personally, I found, I found his character to be a bit of a, uh, I, know, I know that's the joke, is he's, he's literally like a drama queen. Yeah. I mean, he's a drag queen. Right, but yeah. he's also really I don't over know. the top, really emotional. Yeah, really, uh... well, like for instance, they have that scene where there, there's this whole thing at the beginning where he he's under the impression that Robin Williams is cheating on him because Robin Williams has white wine in the fridge. Oh. And to be fair, Robin Williams was keeping the secret of white wine in the fridge because his son was arriving. But Nathan Lane goes in this whole thing about like I gained ten pounds and I lose ten pounds and I gained it back again and you, you didn't say anything and it's like. What, if I had said something, you would have flipped out anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're flipping out over nothing right now. Like, I, it's just, like, so overwhelming. Yeah. Like, it's, it's I don't know. It's it's very... Apparently, too, um, Robin Williams was really casted for that role. Interesting. But then Robin he's like, I don't want to play that character. I don't, I, I don't want to play this, like, over-the-top person. I'd rather play somebody more reserved. And then he campaigned for the other Interesting. role. Which is pretty rad. Yeah, they probably pitched him... They probably pitched Nathan Lane as more of, like, the uh, uh, crazy mom type, mm. you know? Who's, like, always, like... Well, your husband's doing this. He's cheating and blah blah. And like, because yeah. a lot of a lot of women roles are very similar to that. Yeah, back in the nineties, where it's just like the yeah. women are crazy, aren't they? There, there is definitely like, and I think later on too, they get into this as well. The the, the establishment of gender roles in a relationship is something mm-hmm. that is dealt with in this movie. There's a lot of also references of Nathan Lane referring to himself as a woman, and then Robin Williams saying you're not a woman, and then he feels hurt by that. And I don't know what that's to imply either. Hmm. You know, like that feels weird as well. Yeah. Uh, so mm, that, is, that is interesting, especially as a drag queen. Exactly. Mm. Um, and he does say this when he's in makeup, preparing to go on stage. But uh, still. well, th- that's pretty mean then, because it's like you're you're not doing a good job. He's basically like, "Hey, you're being a real shitty woman right now." He isn't. He isn't. But he refuses to go on stage. That's the other thing. Is he's he's because he's so overwhelmed by this this whole thing of of there's wine in the fridge. So oh. he instantly flips out. And mm. Nathan Lane's like, "I don't want to go on stage." And all that. I don't know. It's a whole thing. So anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. what else? I don't know. Oh, but then eventually um, Nathan Lane feels so bad and is so upset, understandably so, uh, that Robin Williams is like, fine, you can just act like a man. You Act like the uncle in this situation and, and act very man- manly. Okay. You'll be the manly uncle, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, what else? Da, 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 da. Then we meet Catherine, who's Val's real mom. 
And that's the end of my half. Oh, yeah. Your half really doesn't explain a lot, to be honest. Hey, you want more? Ask me some questions. Um, well, I think I'll get to them as soon as I start explaining my plot. Because I feel like my, the the main part of my plot was just more the shenanigans that go on. So, honestly, if you're thinking about it, this plot's really tiny and thin. The plot is thin, but there's so much character in the movie. Yes, there's that... a lot of character. A lot of, a lot of big characters. Who's the... Who's the um, uh, butler, the person who's going to play the butler. Who's that? That is Hank Azaria. Okay. Yes. And what's his character name? I don't know. I just called him Hank Azaria. Okay. He's from Guatemala. It's very confusing. He's very confusing to me because he has, um, when he gets introduced, spoilers, the, the parents come over and what? They make it there. I know. Uh, when he gets introduced. Oh, they're being followed by the press. Yes. So the parents are being followed by the press, which is also very confusing. I figured yeah. that out after a while. Eventually it all came together, but it did take quite a while. <laughs> um, but they called him, like, does he say something about Spartacus a lot? I don't is there anything to that? Okay. When he answers the door, he's like, my name is Spartacus. And it's like, what? And then, but his name is Agador? Like, that's his actual name. I think so. But for some reason, he decided to call himself Spartacus, and that was just another point of confusion when oh. they're trying to keep everything straight. <laughs> because there's all these names jumping yeah, around. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. why didn't they just keep him with the real name? Like, they changed everyone else's name. I don't know. I anyway. Think, I think, because that's the other thing is, oh, that's one thing, is that he desperately wants to be a part of the drag show. But they won't allow him to do it. Uh, Robin Williams won't allow him to be in the show because he says he's not talented enough. Ah, uh, and so maybe this is the thing of him playing another character in order to impress Robin Williams. Oh, maybe that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so then we have. Um, let me start at the beginning. So when I came in, no, start at the middle. No, yes. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I was reading Wikipedia for a second. I just closed that tab. Uh, we start with Robin Williams talking to this lady. I'm like, who's this lady? Who's she doing? Oh, okay. And they seem really flirty and they like a connection. I'm like very confused. And then mm-hmm. they talk about how they hooked up once. And yes. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> is. is he trying to book a drag show with her? Because I knew kind of the, the concept of he owned a club. Right. And that was about it. What's the club named? Uh, the Birdcage. Which right. I, I really like the neon logos they got out front. Yeah. Like, I think they look really cool. They got like these birds, like, like were they pecking or something? Like, I don't know. It's a really cool logo. Oh, maybe it's, like, I missed the logo. Birds. Oh, I think it was really cool. Mm. Um, so then, yeah, anyway, they're, they're flirting a little bit, and she starts touching his chest hair, and she's like, wow, you have a lot of chest hair. And then Nathan Lane walks in, because he took so long, mm-hmm. um, and dramatically runs away, mm-hmm. as he does. Very scared. I'm like, who's this blonde guy asking for his mom? What What is that? What's going blonde on? Blonde guy asking for his mom. It's, it's Val. Oh, okay. I know what's going on. He's like, I could have met mom. And I'm like, who, you don't know your mom? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> poor Ethan. And then uh, Nathan Lane comes in, is like... I want to go to a comes in all dramatic and it's like I'm gonna to go to a place where everyone is equal and no one is seen as ridiculous because I know I'm ridiculous. I'm Wait. going to Las Copa, and I what? guess that's where his gravesite is. He's gonna go kill himself. That's the implication. So funny. He's, he's dramatic. Yeah, isn't it fun? It's fun. It's fun to have a character like this in a movie. Um, and then it seems like he's yeah. So then Rob Williams goes after him. Uh, says, hey, you know, I have this crappy plot. Or this great graveyard I'm going to die in, but now I'm going to have to sign it over to you because I signed this um, polym- polymony agreement? Yeah, palimony. Is that a real thing? No idea. No clue. <laughs> I actually wrote in, what is that? <laughs> okay, I know what alimony is. I bet maybe it's because they're not married. Maybe it's like a partnership. I'm looking it up. Maybe it's like a... like. Anyway, basically now... It's they informal both- North American. Okay. It's a division of financial assets and real property on the termination of a personal live-in relationship God. wherein the parties are not legally married. The term palimony is not a legal or historical term, but rather a colloquial portmanteau of the words <laughs> pal and alimony. Ah, you're my pal. Here, pal, you own half this drag club with me. It's so weird because the picture for palimony is just an actor's face. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
Is he the one who invented it? Hey, I'm yeah. gonna be your pal. Hey, hey, wa- get over here, pal. <laughs> you want to have my fortune? I why All I own there. is a bunch of sticks. <laughs> You're gonna have half the sticks. Want to buy them? Oh, it's Lee Marvin, the actor. That's why. What What did he do? Uh, he, is he famous for palimony. He spent several li- years living with another actor, and after their breakup. Uh, she legally adopted his surname despite never having been married to him and claimed he had promised to support her for the rest of her life. In the end... Look, I swear! That's so weird! And in the case ruled uh, that she had not proven the existence of a contract between herself and him. So that's where the whole palimony thing came, where if you're going to live with this person, you have to have a set of rules and and doctrines. Why don't we have a palimony? What's going on? Uh... Oh man, we should probably set up a power money. Power money. Who's gonna get half my podcasting equipment when I die? <laughs> you get you get some microphones. I get all the microphones. You get all the microphones. You get the recording equipment. But I'll be dead. No, that's not dead. You separate. Oh. You separate. How? <laughs> Why I thought that? <laughs> I'm like confused. Like what the fuck? Oh, they have a will for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, an actual thing. Last will test. Yeah, if we separate. Okay, that makes sense. That's uh, a main. That's a thing though too. Yeah, if somebody dies. Yeah, you know, you get all your. But assets. that guess doesn't matter. If, depending on relationship, you just literally write out whoever you want. And yeah, exactly. Get, the lawyer will be like, "Well, you get uh, you get his guitar collection." That's what all. That's what all lawyers talk. Like. All lawyers sound like. God, this. what am I gonna do with your guitar collection if I were oh, to get just, it? Well, you know what I would do? You could do. You could sell it for not much money because they're all cheap guitars. Oh, I would smash them on the stage. Oh, no <laughs> i don't i think that would be against ethan's wishes but oh, again it is your gone. property now <laughs> at the bottom of, of your last will testament but it's my time it's my time <laughs> <laughs> you may do what you want with my guitars i yeah. guess it says in tiny font please don't smash <laughs> um so we got um yeah so what's going on okay so know, of course man. he comes back and, you know it's all happy and then we got these old people in a car i don't know who they are listening to reverend al sharpton on the radio and mm-hmm. i'm like whoa remember al sharpton on the radio yeah <laughs> I, don't. I don't i don't at all i was a wee Dude, lad when's the last time you listened to the radio like talk radio uh well my phone died about oh, yeah like, i remember three months happening. ago yeah we, there was a whole episode of the podcast where you didn't have your phone yeah it yeah. sucked yeah i just listened to talk that's radio that's when we were doing uh like uh what do you call it we were doing what do you call them during that time weren't we the oscar movies yes yeah that's yep. why it was an issue yeah yeah it sucked a lot that does sound like it sucks you don't realize how much shit you have on your phone you don't realize yeah you don't realize how much entertainment and like most things you just kind of rely on i didn't mind not being able to communicate with people as much except when it was like emergencies i was mm-hmm. like whatever i'll check my facebook messages later yeah. but like you know phone calls like from important people like the government or my mom or the two most important people in my life the government and my the mom. government and your mother huh. yeah they're both looking out for you yeah they're both my mom and my dad like same thing <laughs> well love you daddy gov um, so, but like yeah that was really bad and i listened to talk radio and that was worse mm. that was worse yeah talk, talk radio, radio sucks really bad. Sometimes I'll put it on because I have a radio in my in my bedroom, and sometimes I'll put it on and fall asleep, but I'll always wind up on like the FM station with the, the fucking late talk radio where they have like fucking people kind of abducted by aliens yeah. and shit. Like, on that's and at least like, fun. That's, so, that's stressful to me. Is it? So, like, they're just giving airwaves to these weirdos who are like probably like, you know, masturbating in their basement or some <laughs> crazy thing. I mean, you know? who doesn't master their basement, though? Like, if you have a basement, you probably masturbated there. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. There's <laughs> no better place to We don't know. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot of basements Not a lot in California. of basements here, but you know, yeah. if I had one, probably pretty cool. Like would you? Would you just? Ma- that's just your room to masturbate. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't do it in any other room. <laughs> no, this is my masturbation. You room. would have nothing in there either to masturbate with. That's where know. that Goosebumps book came from. Stay out of the basements because Dad's masturbating in there. It's his <laughs> masturbation room. You go down there and it's R.L. Stein masturbating. <laughs> oh, no. Get out of here! I'm writing some Goosebumps. <laughs> Played by Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Hannah. That was-
wasn't a bad movie. That movie's fine. Yeah. I put it on the same level as Detective Pikachu. I put it I put it on the same level as Jumanji. Yeah, all right. Both have uh Jack Black. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. What if Jack Black No, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about Jack Black playing a Pokemon. I don't wanna What po- No, he plays Snorlax. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say much if you sleep the whole time. That's right. <laughs> um back to this movie. <laughs> So Robin Williams is like, I think I can pull this off. I'm like, what are they trying to pull off? And then I see uh, Nathan Lane come in mm-hmm. in a suit trying to play off as a uh, very masculine man. And it was kind of funny. That was pretty funny. Okay. Because he's good. just like, because he's in like a full suit and just looks so masculine. But they told has... him to like replicate John Wayne. Okay. He does? Yes. Okay. He makes the same scowl. There you go. Yeah. And then he has a, um, but then he has pink socks. He's like, we got a little bit of color. And I'm mm. like. And they're like, he's like, this won't work. No one believes me, even if I'm trying as our dress just like you. So he runs away because no one believes him. Mm-hmm. So then he says, um, now, like, there's a whole thing about, will his mom come or not? Will Val's mom come or not? Right. And eventually they're like, no, we'll just have Albert like play an uncle or something like so that. So wait, why doesn't she come? But she does because oh. her his mom, is, her, he's like, I want to meet my mom. So right. I want her to come. And she's like, oh, I'll be so there. Many I, demands this And don't be kid. late. I know, right? He's got a Jesus. lot of like, this is such a high maintenance marriage. He can't even drink yet. He's 20 years old. He can't even drink. That's crazy because they drink a lot. I know. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Now mm. that we're, you know, we're we're near 30, we're like, you know. Look at these kids. Yeah, at least. Even though I didn't buy Imagine not being able to drink legally. Yeah, that is in, in this world. That's true. <laughs> yeah, in this crazy world. This also, crazy you know, world. that guy looks like he's thirty. So he looks like yeah, you don't really think about. So it. I didn't really think about. It. I was like, of course he's drinking. He's thirty. Yeah. It's like no, he's nineteen. His dad buys him wine. Yeah, well, you could do that. Like that's legal, I think. Buying well, I know, I know it's legal, but that's weird to buy your twenty-year-old wine. It's a little I weird. G- I guess. I guess it's weird. I don't know. I My don't mom know. bought me beer once to try it. Yeah, really. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. Really? Yeah. You liked it. No, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. That probably was also one of the reasons why she's like, you won't like this. That's now, probably the best. That's the best thing to do, really, actually, when you think about it, is give your kid a gross-tasting alcoholic beverage. That was the like, first I'll drink. I'll never drink one of these again. My grandpa gave me a beer when I was seven years old. Holy shit, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hated it. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. No kid's going to like beer at seven years old. And now look at you. Now look at me. I love beer. <laughs> I get sad whenever the drink I'm drinking isn't beer. <laughs> <laughs> this water? Wish it was beer. <laughs> Look at me That's now, like the Grandpa. Sign of an I know I'm kidding. I know you are. I'm kidding. You don't have a drinking problem, you know. Yet. Not drinking. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So then we got this goofy butler, and he's I don't know what. Why does he live there? Does he live there? Yeah, he's their housekeeper. Okay, so he's literally their housekeeper. Yeah, he's okay. literally the guy that looks after. I don't him know what's going the on. They're putting up. Although I feel like he doesn't do a very good job of it because no. all he does is complain. Yeah, I've never really seen him clean anything. Probably has a cost. It's yeah. probably really cheap. Yeah, that's true. They put up a, a sign. They put a sign. It's a crucifix. I don't know why I said sign. A sign. A sign. A sign of God. A sign of God. A sign of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they, they take down a buffalo head or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, put it they up there. They kept putting up all these things, acting like this is what straight people's houses look like, so and conservative like, people. That's right. On that's top right. of that so it's like yeah. okay um it's just so then they finally the parents are starting to arrive mm-hmm. and by the way okay so i didn't i don't know if i made this clear but his mom's coming as they say don't be late yes um you know the, the beach is crazy the place where the drag um drag club is because they live right above the drag club yes they do it's crazy there's people everywhere so you got these conservative parents like mm-hmm. everyone's wearing bikinis or no shirts or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like 
whoa, this is really crazy. And they're like, it just popped up this way. They settled here long ago, and it was just sand. Imagine thinking that people at a beach wearing bikinis is crazy. I know, right? <laughs> it is like everyone, though. Like, if you go, yeah. to, the, if you go to the beach here, it's like, oh, okay, there's a couple people. Yeah. There's like a few people. But like, so. it is literally everyone. And I'm like, this looks like a fun boulevard to go down. <laughs> I think you should go there. Yeah, I think you'd I should, have a good I time. Go to, what is this? Miami Beach? Oh, what is it called? I can't remember. Venice Beach? South Beach? South Beach. South Beach Diet? I yeah. <laughs> South Beach Diet. Uh, so then they go to a... Uh, God, I got the the, the Butler opens the door, introduces himself as Spartacus. It's very weird. Yes, he complains that about you. he complains about wearing shoes. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't wear shoes. I just trip all the time. Like, if you're a drag queen, you better damn wear re- know how to wear shoes. <laughs> he just falls all over the place, and I'm like, no wonder you're not a real like a drag queen that does like any real performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't, can't even, even walk, walk in like flats. Shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's weird that you can't walk around in shoes. I don't. Yeah, he just is like, I don't want to wear them, and I'm like, it, the the fact the thing that's what a like, weird character thing. That's the thing that's also weird about this movie, A Sign of the Times, is that, like, it's like you have some gay characters, mm-hmm. in quotes, that are, like, quote-unquote normal-ish, mm-hmm. and then you have ones that are just absolutely wild and Very crazy and just, like, just out, out just weird people. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, this is how gay people are. They're just weird, in mm-hmm. a way, you know? That's almost kind of what I'm getting from this movie, but they have a lot of love. You know well, what I mean? okay. Do you know who directed the movie? Who? Mike Nichols. I don't know who that is. Uh, well, you should know who that is. We watched another movie of his, The Day of the Dolphin. Oh. Same director. And I believe he was a gay man. So okay. I think he would have a bit of like, you know, if he was directing this movie, he would probably be like, you know, that's be- that's believable. That isn't. But he also probably didn't write it. That's true. So I don't know. But then why would he take it on if he thought uh, it was like offensive? Because it's better than nothing. You take what you can get. I and, and, and so. I don't know if it's offensive, but I think that's kind of, it's almost like a weird way of what I'm Oh, I was me. wrong. He was not gay. He was okay. married to Diane Sawyer for there. most of his life. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I was thinking of somebody good, else. Good. Well, okay. I read another thing where... um. Uh, Hank Azaria had two different voices for his character mm-hmm. and he had a deeper voice less effeminate and then he put on the voice that he went on for the movie yeah. and a- according to him that's the other thing right according to Hank Azaria his friend said his gay friend said that is that was accurate so it's like I mean that's yeah that, just having just having a higher more effeminate voice is not inaccurate but it's just like not the just fact the, voice, you but the whole performance oh okay 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 yeah but again but, that's but just that's Hank Azaria saying that yeah. about something that is gay best friend told him you know yeah i mean he's kind of he's at least likable but he is just like a fuck up like why the fuck would you get this guy as a, as a butler you know mm-hmm. like he's just tripping over all the place they ask him to make food he makes he just puts a bunch of shit in a pot and is like it's soup that's the entree why do they have him i don't know yeah. i don't know they never explained that i do know that he's apparently there illegally that's one thing that they keep mentioning well that probably is the reason why is he's trapped the whole reason is they have him trapped in here. Yeah, like, but that doesn't explain you ever... why they trapped him in here. Why don't, they, why don't you trap somebody who can do for the fucking shit that you want him to do? Because he probably doesn't cost any money. <laughs> okay, sure. Better free work than no work, I guess. That seems... I Look, I that don't know, man. That seems awful for our main characters to be trapping an illegal uh, this immigrant. Is, this is my head lore now. <laughs> Your head lore? This is my head lore. Okay. This is what I'm thinking. This is what my head canon. That's okay, okay. But lore. I see what you're saying is that, that that there's characters in this movie that seem caricatured versions of yes. gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But whatever. It was the sign of the times, 96. It was the sign of the times. What are you going to do? This is the only representation that they had at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Which is a little weird. Yeah, a little, yeah. Weird, a little weird. But to be fair, though. One thing I do appreciate about this movie is they seem to have gotten actual uh, uh, drag queens to be performing at the drag at the drag show. Yeah, that's cool. Which is good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, because they've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we got um. Now they finally arrive and they say weird comments like 
there's this long story the senator goes through and i'm not getting into all the jokes but it's very weird because it was all about how he's like it's, it was interesting going from the change of seasons and i wonder if there's some subtext behind that like oh, starting from they're the from north. a completely different place yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's going from the north all the way to the south mm-hmm. and how seeing how it's like super cold up north and coming down south right it's very warm and inviting and mm-hmm. i'm just like it's very interesting yeah, maybe that's a thing of like the 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 climate of a of a place will change i don't know if it's that or more of a comment on the two different families because mm-hmm. you have this warm inviting family of mm-hmm. of uh you know um i can't even say robin williams and nathan lane and then you have this cold the cold senator family who kind of seems like 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 closed in very rigid yeah 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 um very hard yeah very thick yeah veiny yeah kind of kind of droopy though at the same time (laughs) like the dog like the dog (laughs) are we just describing body parts what are we doing (laughs) I feel like he's, he's kind I was of a droopy des- guy. I was describing one specific body part. I don't know. Why. Oh, I was <laughs> describing his whole skin. Oh, okay. you just kept using these phrases as if as if you were describing a penis. And I was oh, like, I'll just keep going for it, and then you describe him as droopy, and hmm. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, all right. I, I was just think. thinking about all body parts. <laughs> all body parts equally. Yeah, all body What's parts. What's your favorite equal. body part if you have to choose? Uh the penis. <laughs> It's an important one. You know what? It, it, it served me well so far. <laughs> it hasn't steered you wrong yet. No. You wake up straight every is. time. It's straight. <laughs> it's a straight shooter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ask what about me what you? What's there your you favorite? Go. Yeah. <laughs> I, fucker. I don't know how to have a conversation, Mike. <laughs> What's your favorite body? This is the weirdest date ever. <laughs> What's your favorite body part? So, oh, penis. What's yours? <laughs> You want to talk about the birdcage movie from 1996 on our first date? Let's talk about how woke birdcage isn't. And then describe what your favorite body parts are. <laughs> Mine being the I think penis. I might get some tonight, everyone. I think I might put out. I told him my favorite body part is my penis. Who doesn't love that? And a movie I saw was the birdcage. <laughs> but I only watched the last half. Luckily, we watched movie. the first half, That's though. So right. we're able to talk what about it. great her. idea. What an Imagine, imagine that being like your date. Like, hey, girlfriend or or po- possible girlfriend or boyfriend, I'll go and watch the first movie alone, the first half of the movie alone, and then you watch the last half, and then we'll meet up at a restaurant and talk about what we saw. That's honestly, like, that idea is terrible. That is an awful idea. But honestly, there is probably a market for dating apps that like, hey, do this thing and then come to this place prepared with this information. That sounds like a weird dating app that's also like a Realistic. urban explorer type of yes, thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like there's totally a group because there's so many times you go on a first date and it's like, Boring. Oh, how do we like talk? Because your Tinder profile says you fucking like outdoors and that's it. That's it. Yeah. You like outdoors, Disney and uh, Supreme. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what do I get out of you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your favorite body part, Mike? The weenus. <laughs> the weenus. <laughs> You know what the weirdest is? I do know what the weirdest is. Yeah. It's a funny name. It is. It sounds it, like You penis. know what? What? This is going to be a great relationship. <laughs> gonna, I like the penis. You like the weirdest. We're going to get a, we need to get a palimony by the end of the day. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to because it's going to get pretty to, serious. It's going to get hot and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know that time when they, like, we were a kid and other kids walk up to you and are like, I'm going to touch your weenus. <laughs> And then you want to touch my weenus? Yeah. And then you would be like, what? Yeah. And then they're like, you know, this part of my body. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. What kind of weird joke was that? <laughs> I don't what, know. What a weird thing. Who came up? Who named that that part of the body? Somebody must have been like looking at like their elbow and been like, 
That's a weenus. That <laughs> skin right there. That's a weenus. Maybe it's like a wing. It's like maybe a wing was attached to it. And like if in our weird dragon days when we we're all dragons <laughs> flying around. You don't remember when we were lizard people, like back in the day. We're talking about evolution, dude. You don't believe we in evolution? Why are you laughing so much? That's what we evolved well, from. Well, yeah, and then the God dragon. cast the devil out of us. Yeah. And then, and then the we lost our wings. The dragon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The devil the devil's was the dragon. Dra- well, that's our lizard part. That's why we're no longer. That's why Satan is a snake. A it snake. all comes. Because that's it's the part of the dragon together. that's yeah. come out of us. It's a snake. <laughs> and the snake slither around the ground. And you go, ew, because it's like yeah. it's the devil. But that used to be snake your weakness. They did not slither around on the ground. Yeah, they used to walk around. Walk around on feet. But then we really got mad at them again because they're like, you're part of the devil that was in me. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but we were dragons. We were dragon people, and we have wings, so there's the weenus. Imagine. Dragons. Anyway, so what happened next? That would be crazy. Anyway, let's talk about this drag queen trying to be a, a, a passing straight. Yeah. Except, here's the crazy part. What? Is they're going through their whole, like, it's going okay, it's going well, but mm-hmm. then the lady's going to be late. His mom's mom? going to be late. What is she She's stuck do? on traffic. So without prompt, without anyone asking... Nathan Lane comes in completely in drag as a mom. Jesus Christ. And honestly, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah. And it's funny because the, uh, I mean, it is kind of a, a cliche, but like the senator really liked her a lot, liked all her ideas. He started doing, it had a good essence of like, he starts talking politics. Mm. And of course his politics are some of the worst like um, very stringent and a lot of good warm family feeling mm. now this is what clinton didn't understand when he started in on school prayer and gays in the military all <laughs> right for you now there's an idiotic issue gays in the military i mean those haircuts those uniforms who cares uh, <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about things you don't know about Val, don't patronize your mother. She's an amazingly intelligent woman. You know, I think homosexuality... Lots more ice for you. Lots more ice, Dad. One of the things that's weakening this country. Really? You know, that's what I thought until I found out Alexander the Great was a fag. He mentions pornography along with homosexuality mm-hmm. as well. He's like, okay, all right. Yeah. So wait, so, but who does he talk to and like they like each other? Nathan Lane. He likes Nathan Lane. A lot. Why? Like, a lot. Because she's very personable. Mm. She... Set tells it like it is, mm-hmm. you know. She has a lot of opinions, a lot of passion. You're just describing Medea right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was thinking I was describing Trump, but whatever. Oh, yeah, as well. it's, it feels Another like favorite of Republicans. <laughs> so you're saying Nathan Lane in drag is Trump? Confusingly enough, yes. <laughs> they have just as much fake hair. That's true. So I don't know. Good point. Good point. Um, probably mm-hmm. is as much spray on whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robin Williams is the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Early in the movie, they make a joke about that. Huh. Yeah. He's a spray tan. That's oh, funny because he's using, like, he uses his wife white foundation. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know what's happening. Um, they're just they're just having a great time. And it's going well. And honestly, he's nailing it. Like they're they're completely buying they're, this whole thing hook going, and sinker yeah. wait they believe he's a woman yes they do wow okay he's, got, he's a great drag queen that's true and you know he what says, they that, say he's the best they say he's the best and you know what that makes Rob William talking shit on his drag completely invalid because mm-hmm. you know what he just knows just, just freaking well Rob Williams never talked shit on his drag he said he wasn't a real woman well yeah but like that's... wasn't he in drag at the time he was preparing to get in drag at the time mm. but no he was okay it's so confusing because he was in like the eyeliner and everything, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. didn't want to go out and perform because he felt like he was like a short fat. So person. was he in drag? He wasn't completely in drag. What wasn't he? Okay, he hmm. was just in the makeup. 
This is interesting. Yeah. This is gender politics, man. I don't this know. What we're into. I don't know well enough. I don't know well enough either, but mm. you know what? Um, we're just I'm just going to make him take, take talk. He's talking no. shit. All right, that's fine. He's that's talking fine. shit. All right. He's talking shit, but you know what? He does a great job. He's a great performer. Nails it. Gets right. the senator on his side. Everything's mm-hmm. going great. Mm-hmm. Oh, even agreeing with like homosexuality ruining the company, even though he kind of like turns it around and says it and like, no, not really. I think I actually uh, found out... Uh, Sir Alexander was gay, and he was a great military leader, or something like that. Sir, Sir Alexander, <laughs> Alexander the Great. Who's <laughs> Sir Alexander? Uh, you, <laughs> Sir Alexander Guinness. <laughs> that was a weird porn I watched. I'm Sir sorry. Alexander. <laughs> what porn? What an awful name for a porn movie. Sir Alexander. No, no, that was a character in it. Oh, that was okay. a character in it. Yeah, the character's name was Sir Alexander. Yes. And Who he else played, was he in played it? Alexander was it? the Great? The Great Dick. Yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> he looked up into the sky and he saw the universe and he sobbed because somebody was coming on his face. <laughs> Stop trying to get the cum out of his eye. <laughs> God. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So then, I don't know what's going on. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, they have a great time. They start playing on the piano. Everyone sings. Everyone dances. It's a yeah, great Roland time. Yeah, Roland plays the piano. Yeah. And he yeah. does it great. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the sender's falling in love with Nathan Lane. Whoa. Really likes he's a, her. He's, he's a married man. Yeah, and his wife is jealous. Is getting jealous. Wow. They uh, get some plates. So they're about ready to sit down for dinner, and all the plates have uh, little Greek boys playing leapfrog. Very interesting enough, the wife says. Mm-hmm. It's just a gay orgy on the on the plates. Oh, okay. Very, yeah, so all they right. cover that up with some soup, mm-hmm. and then um, Nathan but Lane. But then when you're done with the soup, you're going to see that, and then you're going to throw your soup up. Back into oh, the bowl. That's right. And then you just keep eating. Well, they don't have glasses, so... Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. No, no, here's the thing. The soup is so bad, they don't finish it. Oh, it's bad soup? It's bad because oh, right. the cook because is terrible. Doesn't know and what they, he's doing. Yeah, and they get, they get mad at him, and he's yeah. just like, I don't know, I put eggs in here. Put eggs in soup? Exactly. All right. It's crazy. That's, that's why it sucks. That's interesting concept. So then, um, Nathan Lane sips up almost, but catches himself by saying his parents are dead, but they're actually not dead. Because he said he was just visiting them. Oh. But then like, oh, but then he was visiting their graves. Eh. Anyway... And he went to that graveyard. Oh, he did? Didn't he? Didn't he want to go to a graveyard or something? Because he wanted oh, to no, die? I, oh, that, I thought that was his own. I, it might be next to his parents. I don't know. No, he didn't actually go to it, though. But, oh. He just sat on like a bus stop and oh. was like, I'm going to go because I'm dramatic. Right. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Senator, Senator eventually the wig almost falls off of Nathan Lane and they go mm-hmm. fix it. Bowler out. The um, senator has an idea and is like, there's something going on here. Hmm. It's because he's a pretentious European, and his wife can't handle him because he's just she's a small town girl. She's so sweet and innocent. And then this is where life is mad, and it's just like all you care about is your career, because all you care about is if this marriage will work and if it'll look bad. And he's like, I think it'll work; it'll be fine because it won't look bad or there's no scandal, so it's fine. Let's go ahead and do it. It's like all you care about is your career. And then suddenly, the actual wife shows up, even though they left the note out. The uh, paparazzi accidentally took the note away, hmm. so now they're confused. And they see two moms, and they're like, who's the real mom? And then Val spills the beams and is like, this, this is my real mom. As he takes the wig off of Nathan Lane, he's like, this is my real mom. And um, they're confused, and they're like, we lied about our name. They said, I didn't mention this, but they said their name was Cole... Colston? Colston. Why'd they, name, why'd they lie about their name? Because they didn't want to be Jewish because Goldstein's the real... Also because I think maybe the club might be under his name and they might know that, so... That's weird. It was very bizarre. Okay. So, which is weird because they're going to get married. They have to put the name They have to know what anyway. the name is. They're going to... Is she... Is she not going to take his name? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, and they say they're Jewish and the senator's really confused. He's like, they can't be Jewish. I don't understand. And then the mom is like, she's... 
he doesn't understand what a drag queen is. Like he's confused that Nathan Lane was a man the whole time. It's <laughs> just very confusing time for him. And this is the part where like up until then, the whole tension, the chemistry and all that stuff, I was on board with this movie. I was like, this movie is great. It's mm-hmm. funny. It it shows just how uh, ridiculous this family is and just the, the stuff going around it. Right. And then you see this part where it, the movie falls apart for me. Is at the very end. What? Just a little bit. Oh no! Um, I know. I'm very disappointed um, because he just shows it. And the, the senator's like, "Well, this is stupid. I'm going to leave now." He tries to leave, but the paparazzi stop him from leaving, mm. and they almost get a picture of him. And he's like, "Well, I can't be seen coming out of um, you know, I'm very conservative. I can't be seen coming out of um, a gay nightclub, basically." Right. Um, talking, and they're like, well, even if we explain it, it doesn't matter. And this was a great quote, because they're like, well, why don't you just explain it? And he says, Louise, uh, people in this country aren't interested in details. They don't even trust details. The only thing they trust is headline. Uh-huh. Well, that's very true. Something has not changed yes. since 1996. That's a very accurate line. Yeah, well, all right. Um, so how do you think they're going to, they're going to, got to get him out of the building somehow. How do you think they're going to get him out of the building? Drag. Wow. You're so smart, Mike. That's the exact same thing I thought. I was like, this is the most obvious thing. Took him a good five minutes to get to that conclusion. Oh, okay. They're fumbling around it for a little bit. So they have the weird part is is they make him go on stage. They could just put him up, dress him up as a drag queen, just just walk him him through the club, which I thought they were doing, and then they didn't. So they had a whole thing where they're on stage, and Mm. um, uh, the senator's sad that no one will dance with him. It's very weird how like suddenly he's accepting of being in drag. He's just like, this is cool. This is fine. I feel like. A person like that in drag would immediately be like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to be seen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's just like, no one's dancing with me. This is weird. Mm. And it's, it's very strange. Oh, okay. Uh, so they all escape wearing drag. And then the credits roll. And the credits roll? The that's cred- the end of the movie? The end of the movie. Yeah. It's just, what? It's just like they escape. That's it. What did we learn? Nothing. The credits roll. Uh, everyone gets married. And that's it. They have the, the marriage and everyone's crying. It looks like a Jewish Christian wedding. I don't know what's going on. Um... Someone asks, "What's well, who's the mother?" And that's it. It's a very like the ending just seems to kind of like end fumble. Like yeah. it just doesn't have a message. It's just I guess the message that the kind of would take away and be like, "Well, you got to do what you love for who you love." Don't don't hide who you are. I guess you got to yeah. be who you who you want to be. Yeah, but if you want to escape the press, you should hide who you are and not be who you exactly be. <laughs> exactly yeah. hide that shit. No yeah. scandals for you. Yeah, if you could have one Republican senator dress up as drag. Who would you want to see? Oh God, a drag queen or even anyone Republican in politics? Senate. Oh, mostly Republican. Okay, uh, Mitch McConnell. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Oh! He took it mainly because <laughs> he looks so weird already. He already looks weird. Yeah, then, but I think he'd look gorgeous as a as a drag queen. I don't know. He'd look like a very uh, regal old lady. I think. I think you're right. All right. Well, I, I should probably pick somebody else then. Uh, ben Carson. Ooh. <laughs> Ted Cruz would be funny too. I think uh, Ted Cruz probably. I feel like Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz. I feel like Ted Cruz probably already does that. I, I don't know why. I feel like he does. I, I think most do. Yeah. I think most are probably right. I think most put lipstick on just during the day. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> just for the photos, you know. Like Trump basically is in drag most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you see the clothes he wears? Yeah. <laughs> They're big enough to be dressed as. They are, they, they are very kitschy and. Uh, ill-fitting. Uh, ill-fitting. Yeah. And over the top. To so. hide a lot of, to hide a lot of what's underneath. Yeah, exactly. The amorphous blob that he is. Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. definitely a comedy queen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Not a face one. Uh, so that's the movie. Yeah. I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this movie. Cause I actually genuinely thought like the chemistry everyone has, mm kind of once they got into the actual like hiding what like the shenanigans that are going on was actually pretty well done i thought yeah. it was fun yeah 
Um, but then it kind of just loses any sort of message. It's very toothless. Mm. But I guess that's the whole thing. Is back in ninety four, they, they just be... want to have, they just want to show fun representation. I guess of people, right. gay people on the screen. Right. And yeah, they did it. They did a lot. There. Yeah, they got it. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I um, I don't know how I feel about the movie either. I think I think the strongest parts are certain character moments i do really like robin williams in the movie i think he's the heart and soul of the film yeah and he does a really good job um and there are moments where nathan lane kind of reminds me of my mom actually oh really like when he gets overly emotional when he's looking at like old photographs and stuff like that's or like whenever you know he sees uh val and like it's like all over like hugging him or whatever like that's something that like my mom does as well but most of the time i find nathan lane kind of kind of annoying mm-hmm. and are you saying something about your mom no, she listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't know though, man. I it's I, I like what the movie's trying to do, and I think I would love to see an adaptation of this movie now. But it would it would have to be done in a different. I don't way. know how you could do that premise. Though. I know the premise itself is just like imagine, like I don't know, like that would just be so. It would it would have to if if they were to do it, it would have to be done. It would have to be a period piece. It would have to be self aware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would have to be set in a time before gay marriage. And it would have to be self-aware of how mean that is. Yeah. To, to ask your parents to do something like that. And to not think there's anything wrong with it. You know? Yeah. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most about the movie. And it doesn't seem to ever come into play. Where it's like, obviously Val at some point must realize the error of his ways and apologize to his... He, yeah. I mean, he basically reveals it at the end. Just right. Like, I'm, so, I'm sorry about this guy. But this Which is not great. I'm like, I have to be honest. But yeah, like I feel like the movie never seems to demonize him for asking his parents to like basically saying hey i'm so embarrassed by you too especially by like nathan lane that i I never i don't want you in the house when mm-hmm. my fiance's parents are coming like that's just so crazy especially when like the fiance's parents are in the middle of a scandal where one of their close compatriots slept with an underage sex worker it's true like i don't know well, here's the thing is we live in an age where still to this day, if you come out as gay, your parents can just kick you out of the house. That's totally true. And that's so a, that's a real. That's yeah. A real so thing. this, yeah. you know, what's more monstrous? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's like, hey, dad, do this shitty thing for me. And it's like, OK, we love you. Like, I don't know. Like, you got to do what your kid wants, I guess. But also maybe you should question, like, do you really want to marry into this family if they're yeah, going to be like this? I don't know. Especially that's something they should have pushed back on maybe a little bit more and address because I agree maybe. with you. But yeah. I also I can I buy it. I buy it, I guess. I just mm. don't think of them. I just think it's like, what are the things you have to do? You know, I guess. As like, a parent? I guess you got to pass straight sometimes for your little boy. Little boy to find man. love. Your little 28-year-old boy. Robin Williams, who, like, he has this monologue where, like, it's not even a monologue. It's just a phrase. But it was so, like, powerful to me where he's like, I've been myself for 20 years and I'm not going to change myself for some fucking, you know, Republican senator. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, that had so much, like, raw emotion in it. You know, and it felt so like honest and like warm. And Robin Williams is nothing but a good person, like the whole movie. And mm-hmm. I just like, oh, God, I just felt so bad for him doing all this stuff, like hiding away the things in his house, his own fucking house. But finding like, his old old lady friend, yeah, like, all that stuff. That was weird though, too, because they found her, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a lot of drama. Like she's gonna like not like him or some weird thing. But she seemed perfectly okay she with seemed him. Seemed fine. She's just... like that wasn't even a thing. Like why hasn't she been in this guy's life for 20 years? Like that's weird. It's just you just drift apart. It's just nothing. He I basically so. explained to Val's just like, well, either, uh, I had to go with her or uh, your 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 new mom. Mm-hmm. Basically is what he yeah, said. Yeah. And it's just like okay. I don't know. But overall, movie's harmless mostly. So yeah, that's that's the main thing. I yeah, guess, you to know take what? Away from it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It's I laughed a few pretty times. Funny. 
I don't think I laughed at all, but I was very much charmed. Charmed. That's good. That's a good place to be when you watch movies sometimes. Yeah. Like, the movie opens, like, in the drag queen, like, club. And I'm like, whoa, this is, like, this is overwhelming. Like, the music and the lights and all that stuff. I'm like, jeez, this is, like, a really overwhelming movie. And then when you get to the, like, conservative household, you realize how quiet and, like, soulless and heartless it is. And you're just like, jeez, like... I want to go back there. Like that's way better. It's way more accepting and warm and mm-hmm. you know wonderful. So I, the movie does well in that. You know, yes. but I think I think the weakest I think the weakest thing of the movie is the story. It's just the premise. Yeah, it's the premise. The premise and story, which is it, funny because there's so many movies where they have great premises and then they fail everything else. Yeah, that's true. But and I guess I would rather have this to be honest. If, that's true. Because I, I, I could get over it. I know you sounds like you couldn't as much, but as I'm much. just like whatever. Like yeah. this is otherwise you can't have the movie. That's true. You're right. You're right. You you need the you need the the teenage. Uh, teenagers to go into the cabin so they can get murdered exactly know? exactly you need to make people make dumb mistakes yeah exactly. and then realize the error of their ways either That's by true. getting killed in the cabin or uh you know just ripping your dad's wig off <laughs> um one other thing i wanted to bring up title the birdcage do you think that has any sort of like like significance to it do you think like this thing of like colorful birds in a cage like they can be colorful and beautiful they can't and be themselves free, but they can't be themselves they have to stay in a cage yeah maybe i agree i think that's probably a choice and probably. maybe i don't know yeah Fine. Well, <laughs> do we want to do any sort of like... Yeah, let's look up some stuff real quick. All right, go. Cool. <sighs> so, we looked up some trivia and stuff. Yep. What'd you want to say? So, I want to say that um, apparently this is Nathan Lane's breakout. This is his first movie, really. Really? From being on Broadway. This is his first like, movie movie. Wow. And he was also not openly gay at the time. Really? Yep. That's so, interesting. Interesting enough, he probably was able to play a character where he pretended to be straight for <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> I don't know if he pretended, but it was just like he wasn't open about it. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, this movie is actually a remake. Yes. It's a French film, La Cage aux Folles. Yes. Uh, I think it said that in the credits. Yeah. Um, uh, so I looked at, I, I love looking at bad IMDb reviews for movies, and I was expecting there to be a lot of bad reviews for this movie saying like, oh, I hate gay people or whatever. Everyone's just comparing it to the original and saying it's better. The original one is better. Really? Uh, yeah. All the negative reviews compare it to the French one and say the French one is just funnier, this more movie, thoughtful. This movie's pretty highly rated on IMDb, honestly. It is. What's it rated on IMDb? Uh, I believe it's like eight. Okay. The eight French one is not rated as high, so maybe they're a bunch of fools. There are probably just angry people who are like, wow, oh, this one's better, like but then the new one came out and screwed it all up. They don't yeah. make them like they used to in Italy or France. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess it's funny, too, because apparently it was a, it was a, it was a whole series, the French one. Oh, wow. The first one, second, and third one. And then they made a TV movie, wow. so it's, it seems like it's like a whole institution in French, in, in France. But uh, yeah, um, I know drag queens are much more popular for a longer time in France. Mm. Um, and the, also, there's um, there's a scene where Gene Hackman is on the ladder. He gives a peace sign as a reference to Richard Nixon. Hackman is on <laughs> Nixon's enemy list back in 1970. That's what I heard. It's pretty funny. God, that's so crazy. Um, uh, it had a, it did great in the box office. Mm. It had. $18.3 million is the highest opening weekend gross with an openly gay character in the lead until Bruno, which is kind of weird. Wow. Yep. Wow. I know. Out of all of them. That's insane. Yep. Holy shit. Does anything beat Bruno? I have no idea. I have not seen oh that part. Oh, my God. Maybe. I, I have to look this up then. Uh, director Paul Thomas Anderson said it's the one of the two this. movies that he would, without fail or question, stop dead in my tracks to watch all the way through from the very end, no matter what else is happening. That's awesome. And what's the other one? 
Uh, the Shining. Yep. <laughs> I agree with that one. That's fair. Um, I don't have a whole lot. There's a lot of trivia. There's a lot, but it's a lot of stuff like, this guy was laughing. Yeah. Or like... Um, or like, there was a part where he, uh, Robin Williams actually fell during the shrimp scene when they're like trying to make the soup. And, and he actually was... fell and everyone's like, oh God. And they started like almost trying to laugh. Looks like a lot of people had fun making this. They had it a... seemed like it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Mike Nichols required that Nathan Lane and Robin Williams film at least one good take of each scene. <laughs> sticking to the script before he allowed them to improvise. Which, which apparently kind of they funny. wanted to do a lot of yeah makes sense but that's a smart way of doing it instead of being like okay well if your improvisation doesn't work we have a script <laughs> that we can use um i was uh yeah i think there's also another thing where there's that there's a scene in, in my half where uh robin williams is teaching nathan lane how to be a man mm-hmm. and apparently the director had to be like under a blanket so he wasn't laughing oh yeah, yeah i read so, that one too yeah but yeah overall not, not too many like whoa that's interesting um Agador Spartacus is actually his full name. For some reason, he introduced himself as Spartacus at the beginning. I don't know why. Oh, I don't, know. I, I don't know. I, 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 if I can recognize an actor, I'm just going to go with the actor's name. Yeah, that's fair. The character name. Yeah, that's so fair. I didn't just write it. I just didn't write it down. So, yeah. All it was right. all right. It was all right. It was all right. It was fine. It was a fine movie. It's a fine movie. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I honestly you know, though, genuinely think that the... the play between the characters in the second half is really good i had the same thing with i saw uh what's the other movie robin the williams love guru drag oh <laughs> shut your face robin williams a drag robin williams and drag mrs doubtfire that one yes so that one i wasn't super impressed either so wow i know yeah, i don't like mrs doubtfire that much either i feel like it's fine sort of on the thing like oh the wow level. i was way above mrs doubtfire 100 really? percent. i don't know about that 100 percent. mrs doubtfire is just one of those like movies that I feel like nostalgic. Yeah, and it's people like because of nostalgia. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I feel like that's a main one too. And it's also just because Robin Williams is a charming guy. He is a charming guy. He's a very charming man. The thing I noticed about this movie, and I know I've said it a lot in this podcast already, but like he brings a lot of heart and warmth to his characters, and I feel like that's something that like you see a lot of comedic actors going into like drama roles, but they always play like weirdos. Yeah. Or, like strange or people. scary people. I think the only person that's able to do it similarly is like a Steve Carell. But even then, like Steve Carell's already kind of like a, like a calm, warm person. Yeah. Like with like Robin Williams, you see him like jumping all over the place and being crazy. But then you see him in stuff like this or like Goodwill hunting. It's and very it's just heartfelt. like, that's genie, you know, it's yeah. weird to think, you know? So it's like, I, I wonder know. if that's nostalgia a little bit too for us. Maybe, but I don't know. His voice is like a genuinely like calming presence. And maybe that true. is like a nostalgia thing too. But yeah, I don't know. But either way, I liked him in the movie. I really enjoyed Robin Williams in this movie. I thought he did a fantastic job. I agree. All right. Well, guys, uh, finally glad to be talking about a, a movie that's good. Yes. Uh, if you guys have any other good movie recommendations... <laughs> We need to read some good movies. Please. Please, please send us a good We have movies. some coming up, but still. Uh, email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, I highly recommend skipping all of the episodes from last month. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> People love them. That's right. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, but we will not read it in an effeminate gay impersonation we will not we'll read it just like we normally do just like uh, just like how we talk yep yeah in a very warm comforting voice we're just gonna be robin williams we're gonna be robin williams and not nathan lane not late not nathan lane i don't think i could be nathan lane I, I think you couldn't and i don't mean that as a negative thing i think he's a very 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 talented person an actor and comedian but i don't think i can be nathan lane i don't think you can either no well fuck <laughs> you i could be nathan lane good night everybody <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Carl from up. Carl's character was designed to appear squarish, particularly his head, to symbolize his containment within his house, while Russell was designed to appear rounded like a balloon that's full of life. No shit! <laughs> you fucking idiots! No shit! Look at the character designs! What do you fucking think? Obviously, obviously, Carl is square! That's the way his fucking head looks! I think the, the detail is more why they're done that way, but that's not a detail, it's more of a fact. Yeah! It's you like idiots. It's, it's very clearly done to do like, oh, there's just a character design. I hate it so much. And every time these things pop up, like, uh, what other ones? There was another one that was like, no shit, you dummy. Ugh, I don't know. They're usually really bad. And the ones that aren't bad are just like, oh. It's like, um, fucking, what's that one subreddit? Life pro tips. Mm. Where it's like, hey, be nice to people and people will be nice back to you. No it's shit. It's like, wow, cool. <laughs> Good Sometimes- life pro tip. Sometimes it's like really obvious things. Like sometimes it's shit like, did you notice in this scene in the dark night, there is a pencil and then the pencil is gone. Like no fucking shit, idiots. <laughs> it's a detail. It's though. obvious. It's so obvious. Like yeah. it's so weird. Like I could like, I could literally just write a plot point on this subreddit and it'd get a hundred fucking upvotes somehow because people aren't watching movies. It's so bizarre to me. Like, Oh, here's one that bothered the fuck out of me. You know, remember the movie Her? Mm-hmm. You know how... So he puts he puts the phone in his pocket. Remember that? I but, do remember that. But then the phone, like, slides too far in his pocket, so then he puts the, the, um, the safety pin in his pocket to keep the phone up. Yes. That's a movie detail! <laughs> that's, like, a scene in the movie! Like, that's not a surprise. Like, yeah, a they surprise. show that. Yeah! They have the character thinking it through and doing it. Like, that's not a detail to the movie. That just happened in the movie, you weirdos. That's just the plot, almost, in some ways. Like, How many upvotes do you think that got? Oh, probably 2K. 4.4K. What or 44K, fuck? I mean. How? How? Wait, How many people? What's it say exactly? 44.1K. No, I want to ex- know exactly what the tweet with it. In her, said. Theodore uses a safety pin to hold Samantha up in his pocket so she can see while out on a date. Okay. No this- shit! <laughs> I That's a, a scene of the I movie. I thought it might say something like, and this represents blah, 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 or into the filmmakers or something like that. Like, I'd be like, eh, but that's just like that's, literally that's like. That's what happened. Yeah. That's yeah. like saying <laughs> in The Lion King, Scar kills Mufasa <laughs> to because he wants to take over the place. Like, right. Or like in the movie, in the movie Lion King, Scar is named Scar because he has a scar in his face. <laughs> like, duh. In Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Remember that scene? Have you seen Osmos? You've never seen. Okay, that'll make you to read it because it'll be lost on you. Yeah. Um, pretty cool detail, I bet. In Forrest Gump, when he calls security at Watergate to report the flashlights keeping him awake, the voice that answers on the phone is, says, "Security, Frank Willis. Frank Willis was the head of the Watergate security at the time." No shit. That's the joke. That's not a movie detail. That's the joke. That's like the point. That's that's the whole point. That's yeah. You weirdo. <laughs> There's another one here that really annoyed me too. It was like it was a Zombieland one, which uh-huh. it's like Zombieland's not gonna make me upset, but <laughs> who cares about fucking Zombieland? Can you be? Can you leave people like excited about the new Zombieland movie? I mean, yeah, the first movie was fine. Fine. It's the it was fine. fine. You remember they made they tried to make it a TV show and nobody watched it. Oh, I 
Dude, I completely forgot. Yeah, that's how little people actually care about the fucking Zombieland movie, you weirdos. It was a cool, like, novelty. It was, well, it was fine, yeah. It was before, like, Zombie Man. Or Zombie, Zombie Man. Man. <laughs> Zombie Fever, like, really took its, like... Zombie Fever. Zombie Fever. In Zombieland, Bill Murray earlier stated he just played nine holes at the Riviera. When they're carrying his body out, he actually does have golfing shoes on. Yeah, you know how we know that? Because it's a fucking close-up shot of him wearing golf shoes. That's not a movie detail. This is like someone who's like, you know what's crazy? So when someone writes it in the script, they And usually, it shows up. Yeah, they yeah. usually put a visual detail in. It's like, really? That got 5,477 5, upvotes. Like, not as bad as the other one, but still. Like, still annoying to me. Ugh, gosh. All right. I'm done. 